I'm Jess. And I'm Mel. And this is Chocolate Chocolate Jam. Hi, Jess. Hi, Mel. So, big weekend this weekend. Huge weekend. It's Easter long weekend. And we've got a bunch of stuff that we want to talk about today and do today. And some of it is egg-related. Excellent. Yes. I'm excited I've about got that. The smell of chocolate right in front of me here is um, making me very hungry. I, I almost have the smell of chocolate because slight head cold. The sensors, not up to their usual standard, but I'm hoping, you know, it's still going to be okay. We'll get through it. I think it's still going to be a um, very tasty weekend. Excuse me if I sputter, because, you know, just not quite 100%. But you know what I figure? What do you figure? I figure if Jesus can die for our sins and and um, rise again three days later, I figure that I can eat a bunch of Easter eggs with a head cold, you know. That's very noble. I'm uh, imbued. The power of Christ compels me, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imbued by the power. Generation. Easter weekend, people! It's exciting. I love it. Generations will will be grateful for your sacrifice. We will, yes. we will eat more chocolate in your honor. Yes. It's 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 almost, you know, it's almost like a medical experiment really. Like how much how much chocolate can I taste with um some dulled senses? We're going to find out. But first, we're going to get um into some other stuff because it's been quite exciting of late. Certainly Wedding season is upon us. Oh, wedding um, season is well and truly upon us. In many ways. So there's many, uh, Jess and I have been attending, you know, many fun and exciting. Weddings and weddings related things. And wedding related things, you know, and like engagements and hens and all these, all this stuff. No, not bucks because we're not dudes, but, you know, almost, almost all the things. We've had a very special wedding that we went to recently that we wanted to have a chat to, uh, about today. Very dear, well, dear friend of mine and a very close family member, treasured sister-in-law of Tre- Jess's. Beloved sister-in-law. Beloved. She's a wonderful girl. We're very fond of her. Big fans. Lovely, lovely girl. And we've gone to her wedding, was it, God, was it last weekend? It was last weekend. Jeez. I know. Wow. It feels like yeah. ages ago. It's like a lot has happened since then, but it was last weekend. <laughs> and um, yeah, very special wedding because it was the first gay wedding that we have been in in attendance of since marriage equality. Yeah, yeah, since um, yes, you know, the since old the legislation was passed, the old postal vote and the plebiscite, and uh, yes, and all of that fun campaigning around that. <laughs> they are. Uh, garbage fire that was 2017 so we may we may get into that we may come back to it um i it was uh the first um queer wedding that i have had the privilege to attend and actually the first wedding that i have attended since the law passed the marriage equality law passed and it was so the the moment in the ceremony because in in a wedding ceremony in um, Australia, they are the celebrant or priest or officiant is legally required to quote the Marriage Act, which at the time that I got married was marriage under Australian law is the union of a man and a woman mm-hmm. 
for life. And I remember, I mean, this is 10 years ago that I got married, but I, we asked the celebrant, do we have to have that in there? I really don't like that. And he said, yes, this is like literally the only thing that you actually have to have in your ceremony to make it legal. So we went, all right. Hmm. So this is the first time that I had heard the new marriage act in a, a wedding ceremony, which is marriage is the union of two people to the exclusion mm. of all others. And I started crying and I couldn't stop. I cried. I put my new, very expensive liquid island to the, island yes. to the test. Yes. It, passed, it passed, I'm pleased to say. Um, but I, like, wasn't quite ugly crying, but it was definitely more than the straight tear. Um, you weren't ugly crying, but Jess is very pretty. She she, she can't <laughs> ugly cry, but uh, yes, I can it was seen me. very emotional. It was very emotional. It was um, yeah, it was really sweet. You know, it was it was, and it was such it was a great. funny ceremony. It was a very short ceremony. Yeah, the whole thing went for fifteen minutes. Not the wedding, just the official part. Yeah, yeah. but it was. Uh, the celebrant was fantastic, and she just told all of the very funny bits about how the brides met, and so the audience were, the guests were laughing very hard mm, all the way through. Very amusing. It was such a quirky wedding, not because it, really was. it was a queer wedding, but just because of yeah, that was who actually, the brides were. It yeah. was, you know... It, yeah. it, it had been a hetero wedding, but with the same personalities. Uh, it would have abso- been the same Absolutely, wedding. yeah. That, that's, what, that's what I was going to say. It was, you know, the the fact that there were two brides as opposed to a bride and groom was almost irrelevant in the fact that it, it was this very unique wedding because... Because they're very mm. unique people. Yeah. It was very, very homespun. Um, mm. I did the flowers myself and I am not a... <laughs> you're not a florist. Uh, Tell me, I have to know something because your daughter, who was the flower girl, my daughter was the, flower the wearer girl. of some of some flowers, the wearer of a flower crown. Yes. Tell me, yes. how long did it take to brush her hair out after that? What was the process? Because she has the most delightful mane of hair, Jess's daughter. Delightful uh, mane of hair. Delightful. But somewhere. my goodness, she was just it was it was all out, and she was bouncing around like she does. And I just remember thinking. Oh, she's so precious. Oh, my God. Her parents are going to just be spending hours. It was a process. You look slightly traumatised, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> look, this trauma happens on a regular basis. Her hair is down to her bottom. Yep. And there is, it's very fine, but there's a lot of it. Enviable hair, but the maintenance. Beautiful, but... not so enviable. Well, when we got home, I just shoved it into a plait because I didn't want to deal with it and she had turned into a pumpkin so was not <laughs> not up to having her hair brushed. The next day we did we took our time. Yeah. In going through it. It was a bit special. Use about forty liters of conditioner on, yes. on that bad boy, that sort of thing. Yes. But I digress. I'm sorry, I got sidetracked because I just wanted to know that about the That's hair. But, <laughs> but um, but yes, the wedding itself. So you know, there was the homemade flowers, and there was the, you know, the wonderful Persian love cake. Yes. Which so my Persian husband had issues with because he wanted chocolate. <laughs> but um, <laughs> and to which I said, "But this is the cake of your people." He's like, no, it's he chocolate. Didn't seem impressed by that, <laughs> but you know, yeah, he's a man after my own heart with that. What can I say? Yes, I mean, this is chocolate jam after all. It's not um, a coincidence that no. we named our podcast after the thing that we love 
the most. Yeah, dearly. Yeah. That being chocolate. But, yes, yeah, so, you know, really unique cake. Very, very chill, casual vibe. Very, very chill. Um, the brides were there before most of the guests and were just there mingling mm. before the ceremony. Yes. Um, which they walked into together, which was really lovely. It was such a nice way to start a wedding. All very homespun. You know, we were there at the hall. It was in this beautiful, tiny, tiny little hall down kind of at the back of Dapto next to a coal mine. It was a lot more romantic than it sounds. Like. <laughs> you could only see the coal mine if you stood at a certain angle and it oh, was, dear. you know, you could hear the birds in the forest and it was right at the bottom of the escarpment surrounded by trees. Uh, but we were down at the hole the whole day before the wedding, setting everything up, like ironing the tablecloths and yeah. putting out the homemade table runners and mm. yes I spent the whole day doing the flowers yeah so it was very homespun and very quirky uh lots of fun little activities there was what is it a Baumstamm Sagen Baumstamm was that Sagen, the, which is the log the log, the log sawing cutting. so the log one of the brides this. is German she brought to the wedding a lovely German tradition of uh sawing a log so the Newlyweds have to saw a log in partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all about that teamwork and working together. Yes, um, to get the push-pull going. And yeah. um, and that was good fun. And there was that thing where they did, had their backs to each other and they held up the shoes and that was hilarious. And also beautiful because they were so in sync with each other. Mm. Uh, it was such a quirky wedding but also such a profound wedding. Because even though marriage equality was only mentioned a couple of times, uh, at the wedding, it wasn't actually talked about in any of the speeches. The celebrant mentioned it briefly once, mm. and um, and one of the uh, one of the friends of the brides gave a small performance and and mentioned it. Then it wasn't a centerpiece of the wedding, although there were some rainbow flags and things. But it was such a joyful occasion because it was a joyful occasion in itself, and because it felt like uh, not a victory, but a it was, this is what we'd fought for. It just, you know, it legitimised the whole thing. I think because this particular couple, I think if I recall correctly, they had gotten engaged prior to marriage equality passing. Is that right? I think they got engaged prior to the announcement of the postal survey. Like, the, yeah, the that's, debate that's was ramping Yeah, that's what I mean. That's up, what I mean. Yes. They, like, prior, prior to the plebiscite. They got engaged prior to the plebiscite. Yeah. So and they and they set this date prior to then, and they were yes. just they were going to have a wedding. That's yeah. No matter what. That's right. So they were they were they were committed to having a a wedding a, a wedding ceremony. I've not been to a queer wedding pre plebiscite, so I don't know what form that would have taken exactly. But had 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 it not passed, but you know they they were like we're doing this thing regardless. And I think it was just cool that it was actually legal and legitimate. I think it just, I think if it had not been as much as it would have been, you know, a great day to celebrate and we'd have this quirky fun day, I think there would always be that tinge of, well, you know, yes, this is like a commitment ceremony. It's a commitment, but it's not. You're committed to each other, but on a, you know, on a legal 
law recognized front that's good english on my part um <laughs> you know but you know what i'm saying like on that, yeah, on that legal not, side of things i mean um, a wedding is a wedding has a lot of things but one of the fundamental things that a wedding is is it is a legal event or a marriage is a legal event mm. and that's that's why marriage equality was so important that's why separate but equal is not good enough that's why mm. our country just have your civil um unions or whatever they wanted to call them and you know have your commitment ceremonies it's not enough marriage is a really special thing it is something that is so celebrated in our society and so respected it's such a respected mm. institution in society and what, yeah. no matter what your views on marriage are being able to marry the person that you love should be an option for you you know not that everybody yeah. should take it lots of reasons to not get married but if you want to I mean Mel you and I are both mm. married people mm -hmm. and you know I'm very happy to be I you know, my partnership with my husband is the thing that, you know, it's it's the bedrock of my life, you know, not because he's some big, strong man who provides me or any shit like that, because human beings partner up really well. Human beings yes. need companionship. We need we to do. have a person who we can share everything with and get that emotional, emotional foundation. So mm. to say to another human being yeah look you can have that partnership but these people get that partnership recognized in law and mm. you don't yeah it just it just seems needlessly cruel to me you know why why not why what's the big what's the issue so i mean that's a very again i'm now it's my turn to get a bit off topic but mm. it was it did make such a difference that it was a legal wedding and not – there was none of that undercurrent of almost bitterness that you might get if you have to, if you have, to have a – I don't want to say second rate, but that's kind of mm. what I'm thinking. If you have to have a sham ceremony. I just think it would have felt a bit arbitrary. Yeah. You know, I just uh, – that. And it seems, I mean, it was absolutely, in a sense, it's it's an act of defiance where you say, I can't get married. Well, I'm yeah, going to... Damn you to hell, I'm going to commit myself. Do it anyway. anyway. Yeah. But it still does, it does in itself recognise the fact that they couldn't get married. Yeah. Um, it sort of puts a spotlight on it. It does a put a that spotlight that can be really it. difficult. It's, it's a little bit bittersweet. So, which is why I'm so... Which is one of the many, many reasons why mm. I'm so pleased that that my wonderful sister-in-law was able to marry the love mm. of her life last Saturday in such a beautiful way, in such a, a wonderful way that was so unique to the two of them. Yeah. It was sweet. It was very sweet. I liked it. I enjoyed it. So, Mel, we record this podcast in at my house. Mm-hmm. Using your microphone. We do indeed. And we record it in my favourite room of my house, which is the library. It is delightful in here. So, I mean, the first thing there is there's a library in my house. Woohoo! Which is so exciting. My husband and I spent the best part of the last year 
or possibly more than a year building this um, this room. It's It was a very small bedroom, uh, so it's not actually a very big room, but we had thoroughly trashed it, so there was a lot of work to do. And he built a floor-to-ceiling bookcase, which I am looking at and stroking gently <laughs> right now because we have an enormous book collection. I wanted to talk a bit about the library not only because I love it so much, but uh, because for me it's the realisation of a legitimate childhood dream. When I was a little kid, I think when I watched Beauty and the Beast for the first time and he show, he takes her to the library. Beauty and the Beast was my favourite film when mm. I was seven. It gives you my age right there. Um, <laughs> when he takes her to the library, to the library and opens the doors, that scene... For me, that was what I wanted most in the world. If if you had asked seven-year-old me, what do you want? I would say, I want the library from Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. All of those books. But not just the books, just the having a room. That's, it's like a shrine and it's dedicated to, to books. Yes. And to give you a reference, if you don't get the... Uh, you know, if you don't get the Beauty and the Beast reference, another reference that might serve also is... You know, Game of Thrones, Samuel Tarly entering when he the, goes Citadel to the Citadel. And <laughs> <laughs> there's just this stream of shelves and books, and I was like, Sam in that moment. Every direction you can possibly look at. Um, any Game of Thrones fans out there? That's you know, that's that's the feeling. That's yep. the same feeling, and I have that feeling in my house, which is amazing. Mm. Um, and despite the fact that it's it's a small room. My husband and I have taken to actually sitting in this room in the evenings <laughs> after dinner, just just sitting here and reading. It, um, it has gravitas despite the size. It has gravitas. Because it's just such a lovely space and, you know, and we work so hard on it. But one of the things I keep thinking of is I wish that I could kind of go back in time and tell that seven-year-old who was very was very shy and insecure and socially awkward child mm. that one day you're going to own, ha- own a house with a library in it and everything's going to be okay because you're going to have a house <laughs> with a library in it. You're going to have one wall entirely dedicated to a bookshelf. It's gonna have a, like you're going to have a wall as a bookshelf. I was going to and... say that there, there are a couple of other walls in the house with well yeah but you know this is <laughs> but this you know, is the dedicated library the de- room yes with a you know f- ceiling to floor bookshelf and you know it's stained wood and yes. fancy colors and pattern very expensive wallpaper, wallpaper you know yeah and it's it's pretty shit hot i like it there's a little chandelier thing well, chandelier, lampshade. Lampshade. <laughs> <laughs> lampshade, same difference, you know, yep. And a lot of velvet. There's lovely, a lot of velvet yep. in this room. Yep. Some, some suede happening and uh, some very lovely comfy chairs and, yeah, very, it's very refined in here. It's quite nice. Thank you, my dear. Quite nice. I like it. I like it. And we podcast in here because, you know. Because it's the room with the best insulation. Yeah, that. Aesthetically speaking, nice. It adds something, you know. It adds, it adds something to the environment with which in which we podcast, and it does. And we yeah. can sit here on this very comfortable couch mm-hmm. and do mm-hmm. our thing in this really quite pleasant room. Yeah, 
So, Mel, childhood dreams. Mm. Um, my childhood dreams were to have a library in my house and uh, to wear high heels and makeup, all of which Ooh. I achieved. Yes. Yes. But you achieved a really significant childhood dream. Yeah, because I didn't I didn't want, you know, I wasn't so much about the library per se, but, you know, certainly the high heels and makeup was great and, you know, I definitely wanted to, you know, be able to eat chocolate whenever I felt like it. I think that was always a big thing for me. It's <laughs> talks about being an adult, yeah. It's like, yay, I get to eat whatever I want. No one can tell me. But then when you're an adult, then you don't want to. Like, that's the trade-off, but... Well, except that you do, but you understand the consequences. Oh, yeah, yeah, but you flip, yeah, you flip back and forth. But anyway, <laughs> but, yeah, so I sort of had those things... But in terms of what, you know, what one does with their life, it's funny because I sort of knew what I wanted to do from a pretty young age, and I'm saying in terms of career. And, I mean, you know, there, it wasn't – it was probably from when I was about 10 years old. Like, I can remember times before then that, you know, I wanted to be a – you know, I wanted to be a hairdresser so I could play with people's hair. Yeah, well um, – When I was really little, and I wanted to, you know – when I got to primary school, then I wanted to be a teacher so I could write on the chalkboard. You want to talk about something dating you? So I wanted to write on the chalkboard. <laughs> to be fair, chalkboards have been around for a very long time. They don't exist. Yeah, they don't exist anymore. anymore. So, but... so had I actually grown up to be a teacher, I'd be sorely disappointed at the fact that I would not actually be able to write on the blackboard. Yes. Because they don't have blackboards anymore. No, they don't. And I mean, they barely have whiteboards. I mean, no. it's pretty much smartboards now. It's but... with PowerPoint. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. So lucky you didn't pursue that childhood. Yeah. Time. Yeah. So, so other than those things, yeah, probably from when I was about 10, I, yeah, I, I, what I'm doing now is kind of basically what I've always wanted to do from about, from about 10 years old. And. Well, you certainly seem to have kind of a viable career goal at the time when the rest of us still <laughs> wanted to be ballerinas. And, you know, I think I wanted to be an opera singer and then I wanted yeah. to be an actor. Yeah. Which may sound like a viable career choice, but I can't act. But, you know, you you had a, a really sensible and mm. legitimate and mm. achievable mm. career goal, mm. which you then went out and sensibly, legitimately achieved. Yeah, so... Which is know, amazing. Yeah, that's pretty cool, like I have to say. And then it all kind of, it all kind of came together. And there were times where... You know, that I mean, that's that's the thing about having a goal like that from a young age. Like, there's times where you go, man, like, I don't know if I'm going to get this. I don't know if I'm going to get to that. Or, you know, you have sort of, there's there's times where you get sort of led, not led astray a bit, but, you know, you, you sort of, you doubt things sometimes. But it's really, yeah, like, to be able to actually go through and stick to that and go to uni and do some more uni and some more uni and some more uni and, um, <laughs> you know, do, do, like, jump through all these hoops and do all this stuff and kind of get to this point and, yeah, to be able to do it, like, it's, I don't know, and, and it's become, because it's something that I want to do from such a young age, it's become such this embedded part of who I am, like, it's not even what I do, but it's part, it's, it's in part who it's I am, are, yeah. yeah, so that, that's kind of my, I guess, in my sense that's what I come back to in terms of childhood dreams and things like that and that was just really the only thing that I really 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 wanted to do for a long time and yeah and to even be doing you know to even be like sort of working now for myself and working like running my own business and working privately like that's something you know I'm sort of doing that 
I've been doing that for a while now and I'm, I'm even doing that at an age younger than I expected to be doing it, um, yeah. earlier than I expected to be doing it. And, yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, I mean, you are constantly an inspiration because I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Um, but that's the thing. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's <laughs> hard, though. That's, that's what I mean. Like, because you can really want to do something. And I feel like I lucked out because I wanted to do something for a really long time and then I got into it and I loved it. You don't really know what you're in for in terms of study or work. You don't really know what you're in for until you're doing it. That's absolutely right. And it's tough. And I feel for people that, you know, they finish school and, and they don't know what they want to do and they just pick something for the sake, you know, they pick some degree or they pick some training or study or work for the sake of it and they bounce around or they don't know if they should be doing that. They don't know if they should be doing something else. It's not as It's not as simple, you know. It's not as simple as all those... You know, even all those tests, like, oh, what's your career? I want to be a firefighter. Yeah, it's just asking you stuff based on what you think and what you like. It's just aggregating it based on that. So if you don't really know what... (laughs) Well, and so many careers, you know, we focus on the careers with kids that are so easy to describe, you know. Mm. A police officer, a firefighter. Doctor. Doctor. Teacher. You know, and even some of the slightly less... Uh, obvious ones we still mm. don't go into details we say you can be an IT professional you yeah. can be an advertising executive mm. nobody describes what it's like to be an admin person I mean that's what I you could loosely describe what I do as admin mm. uh, it's so much more than that I mean what I actually do is organizational development which is you try to explain to people. Sometimes I just say, I solve problems. But, I mean, that's the thing as well. Like, you say, oh, I loosely described it's admin. But, yeah, loosely described it's, oh, I'm in management. Loosely described it's, I'm... Oh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm in all of those you know, things. I'm in management. I'm in... Events or whatever. Like, well, I, I do events. I do mm, training. I do yeah. so many things. Yeah. You know, and you don't have those kinds of options presented to you when you're a kid. No one says, oh, well, you're really good at organization but you also like talking to people you know you should you should look at a career path that gives you these options yeah you just go uh office work that sounds really boring Mm. and and even worse than that you you get fed the lines about you know the the nine to five rat race and the cubicles and the soulless whatever Mm. else and i mean i've worked in um i've worked in offices my entire career and I've worked in the not-for-profit sector I've worked in the finance industry and I've worked uh, for the government and in all of those situations there's so much more than water coolers and cubicles so much more than that absolutely and that's I mean it's so sad that we don't talk to kids about what it's like to have the types of jobs that so many of us are going to actually get you know, whether you mm. go to uni and don't know what to do with yourself afterwards because nobody's hiring scientists anymore or <laughs> or poets in my case, uh, weird that. Or, you know, you, you leave school and you don't know what to do so you just look for a job or you get a traineeship as opposed to a, a trade, which obviously does fit you for those more um, tangible careers like a builder or a hairdresser. Mm. You know, so you, you go and you get your your traineeship in business administration because you don't know what else to do. I mean, how many kids in school go, I would love to do business administration. <laughs> but you know what? I'm, I'm going to, like, I'm a, I'm a giant nerd and I'm going to show up now 
Business administration is really rewarding. It's not as bad as it sounds, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just thinking this girl said to me once, oh, she's <laughs> 15, I think she was like 15 or 16, and she was like dead set the girliest girl you've ever met. And she's like, yeah, I want to do bricklaying. <laughs> why do you want to do bricklaying? She's like, yeah, because, you know, because, uh, like, I can't go to uni. Like, I'm, you know, i go, I got to go to TAFE. So, like, I think I'm going to do bricklaying. And I'm like, dude, you know, you can do anything. You, you know, you can do other things at TAFE. Like, you don't have to do bricklaying. Like, literally I don't know anything. know that that's, you know, yeah. do, you actually, do you actually want to? Like, if you want to do bricklaying, that's awesome. It was like, and she's like, oh, yeah, but I, I don't want to work with kids. Like, as in, do childcare and stuff. Yeah. It's just like, oh, no, kids. And it's like, oh. It's great. So there's only 300 career options available oh. to you. Oh but this God. is what I mean is you need to talk to your careers counsellor, but then, of course, that's pointless because they're shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We are getting controversial I'm here. I'm just on putting that one out there. there. I'm we, putting that one out there. And, look, um, we did have a particularly useless careers counsellor at our school. I have not really had a lot of interactions with careers counsellors since then, so I don't want to make judgments. She told me I wouldn't end up doing the thing that I'm doing. Yeah, she told um, someone's older sister that they were going to be a hairdresser. Oh, not because crap. that person wanted to be a hairdresser, but in a really denigrating way, like you won't get the marks to do mm. anything else, which is so rude to hairdressers. Yeah, I was going to say, denigrating to her and hairdressers. I was going to say, I am very, well very fond of my hairdresser who is an extremely skilled professional anyway that's a sidebar uh she told us this um person that she was going to be a hairdresser because she couldn't get the marks or anyone else anything else uh that girl went straight into law out of school <laughs> so let's not use that person as an example mm. look i don't know much about careers councils we might have just had a particularly terrible one but kids you know i do know that kids don't hear about all of the other options and my cousin um for example is in her early 20s she works for a web company doing kind of just general stuff but she really wants to get a job doing things outdoors sure um and she she said she doesn't really care what she just wants to be outdoors and so I said to her well here are all of these options mm. for government jobs yes working in the outdoors and she just it had just never occurred to her you know, obviously she thought of, like, park rangers, but all of the jobs across the sciences, for example. Yeah. Your Department of Primary Industry has mm -hmm. so many careers, not just for scientists, but even for policy and administration staff where a bunch of people is outside. And we need to do a better job of communicating this to people. Mm. Um, well, to, to like, kids. Yeah, because, I mean, isn't there stuff like environmental officers and researchers and stuff as well? Absolutely. They're doing yep. outdoorsy things. Outdoors. Out in the environment. Yes. Yeah, it's good stuff. But, you know, good luck to all you kiddies out there trying to figure out what you want to do. And, yeah, you... That's always easy. It's not easy at all. And what I would say is that uh, you can achieve your childhood dreams, depending on what they are. If your childhood dream is to be president of America... And you're not an American white wealthy man, then good luck to you. But if your childhood dream is to have a library in your house or a certain, you know, an achievable, you know, but pretty specialized profession, then mm. you know what? Keep at it. Yeah. Because one day you might be turning around going, you know what? I really wish I could speak to seven year old me and tell her that everything is going to be okay. 
Yeah. And, you know, if you're doing something and you think, actually, that's not what I want to be doing and I want to do something else, like, don't freak out. It's fine. As long as you're learning stuff, making some money, having some experiences, you know, you're not wasting, like, I think sometimes people feel like, oh, my God, I'm wasting my life. Oh, my God, I did this thing and, oh, I ended up changing. It's like, it doesn't matter. It's fine. It's just all, you know, it's a journey. All right? not wasting it. It's it's a journey. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Profound. Gosh, we've been political, we've been profound, we've been controversial. <laughs> We're all over it today. Wow. Um, Chocolate jam. I was going to say, the can, big issues. Yeah, the big issues, but like, come on, let's get to the serious stuff now. Like the really, the really serious stuff. The smell is driving me crazy. Because, um, you know, like the politics and the, you know, all that existential stuff, that's all well and good, but let's let's get to the chocolate eggs that have been sitting there staring at us for an hour. So it is the weekend of Easter, the festival of chocolate. Yes. And we have in front of us five bowls full of broken up Easter egg. Mm. We plain chocolate Easter egg. Plain chocolate Easter egg. Of varying brands. Varying brands and quality. Mm -hmm. Now, I got these bowls made up for us by my husband. We don't know which is which. Uh, They vary from very inexpensive chocolate to very expensive chocolate. Yes. Um, I don't know what order they are in. Um, we do know what brands are there, but we don't know which is which. Yes, that's right. It's a blind review. It is a blind review. Um, we will be reviewing, we'll be tasting the eggs and reviewing them. And then after, we're going to look at, well, which, which one, one was, was which. So We have numbered bowls. We do have numbered bowls. Now, because this is a entirely voluntary and non-commercial podcast, we're just going to go out there and name the brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have got Red Tulip, mm-hmm. Woolies Brand, Cadbury, mm-hmm. Lint, and Hague's. So yes. quite a range in there. I feel like that kind Absolutely. of covers off like the spectrum. Yeah, of I think that's a really good. I think that's a really, really good. Yeah, cross section of chocolate. Yeah, because I'm sure we could go out and find some really random stuff, but but really, I know, mean, you know, like there's some other things out there floating around, but you know, this is a good cross section. Okay. All right, and so and and our plan is so what we're going to taste the chocolate. We're going to taste the chocolate. We're going to consider. The We're, varying factors of it. Yeah, so we'll look at um, the way it looks, the way it smells. The snap factor is very important. Um, it shows mm. how well the chocolate's been tempered. And we're going to taste the chocolate. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about yep. what's good and what's not good. And yep. how... Flavor, consistency, yep. texture. All hoping, of these things. Hoping my my slight sinus issue is not going to throw me off too much. Yeah, but, so um, Mel's got a bit of a cold. So yeah. um, please don't judge her ability to... Do chocolate. Because I'm usually... Do chocolate to chocolate. Do chocolate to chocolate to (laughs) eat chocolate. Oh, and our segment name. Uh, So this segment, which will be a recurring segment, not necessarily with Easter eggs. It's an Easter special, but... Damsels and Dessert. Damsels and Desserts. Sorry. Okay, so... Welcome to Damsels and Desserts on Chocolate Mm -hmm. Jam. Yeah. Let's start with bowl number one. Which we do not know what it is. Do not know um, what this is. We're going to so, give it a rating out of ten as well. So we for each are. One, so all right. So well, it smells. It smells like chocolate. Yep. Like the smell isn't like oh my god, it's amazing chocolate, but it's definitely good and chocolatey. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So I'm okay, going to so take a piece. We're each taking a piece. Get some. So all right. It's time. It's a little bit waxy on the outside. It's kind of like mm. a, a slightly light brown. Let's. let's it's got the um. It's got the the the. It's got the, the little imprint on there. The, yeah, the egg pattern. Yeah. All right, I'm going to snap that. 
Wow, that didn't even register. I smacked it with my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) So not a great snap. Mm. I've got to say. Okay. Mm. This is going to be a really good radio podcast. It tastes... Us eating. Yeah. It... Well, there's, there's some snap. There's some snap. It tastes a bit generic. I'm not going to lie. God, imagine if this ends up being the Hague's one. I'm just thinking. <laughs> it's not the Hague's one. No, I don't think it is. Yeah, it's... It's chocolate. It's, it, like, it's smooth. I get that on Easter. I'm not going to be like, wow, that was terrible. But I'm not going to be like, oh my God, I've got to find out what this brand is so I can eat it all the time. It's got a I'm slight... It hits the chocolate. There's a slight... I don't know. I'm not, I don't even know if it's an aftertaste. I don't think it's an aftertaste. It's like an... It's a... It's got a slight during taste. <laughs> Just, <laughs> a during that taste. That I don't know that I care for. It's it's something... Mm. I think it may have palm oil in it. Which you'd think we'd like, given all the Nutella. Yeah, but Nutella's special. Mm. Yeah, look, it's... It's okay. It's chocolate. It's okay. It, it does all the things that I want chocolate to do, Yeah, but it doesn't blow my mind. No. What would you give it out of ten? Six. Yeah, that's where I was at. Yeah. yeah about a six, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, All right. It, it's definitely a pass, you know? Yeah. It's, it's not failing anything, but, you know, it's not it's not winning awards. I'm going to record the, the ratings that we give it, so then uh-huh. each one, so that when okay. we go, All right, what do we give them? Yep. Awesome. Okay. All right, number All right, two. this one, number two. Mm. All right. Yeah. I'm going to have a sip of water. I'm going to cleanse my palate. Yes, that's a good idea. Actually, I'm going to put some lemon stuff here. Oh, lemon and chocolate. That's pa- fun. Palate cleansed. Mm. All right. Okay. Well, you know, it's like when you have sorbet after a course. Yeah, mm, but it's fine. Chocolate. Okay, so this one's. No, oh, this is looking a bit more. So it's quite a thick egg. It's it's a bit it's darker. darker. Yeah, thicker egg. Yeah, thicker egg, darker. It's looking a bit quite more promising. Glossy. It's looking a bit more promising. Smelling. Not a huge amount of aroma. No, I thought that was just me. No, it's not just no. you. Okay, all right. Like something in the. So, I mean, I'm sitting, what, a foot or so away from where the chocolate's sitting on the table, mm. and it's quite a strong smell from here, and this one yeah. I'm holding right up to my it's nose, and I'm that. not getting much. So it's not yeah. this one. Yeah. All right. Okay. So All right. let's... So this is a bit glossy, so I'm expecting a nice, good snap from this. So right. let's snap try it, that. Snap it. Oh. 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 Oh, that's a snap. That's better. That's a snap. All right, I have to try this. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to bit it. Mm, I heard it. I heard you bite it. Oh, okay. Oh, not good. No. Oh, not good. That did oh, it was. It started off well. It had the the, the texture. Mm-hmm. And it had the. This is like. This is not good. Mm-mm. This is really disappointing. This is like chocolate with chalk or something. It's just boring. Uh, no, but it's like. Is it something? Actually, it's worse than boring. It's no. Mm-mm. No. Oh, no. No. I love how I'm sitting here going, mm-mm, no. Oh, no, hell no. And I'm still <laughs> eating still it. Eating it. Still eating it, but... Um... Oh, I am. I ate my whole piece as well. Look, mm. it's... It's dull. Oh, God. It's kind of thin. Like, I mean, which sounds weird because it's quite a thick... Physically thick, but the taste is thin. There's something yeah. missing... There's some sort of essential chocolatiness, like some sort of richness that is just not there my mouth, that you expect from yeah. a chocolate. My mouth is getting used to it, but but that no. wasn't no, that wasn't good. No, I'm oh, I'm gonna give that a three and a half. Oh shit! 
Look, <laughs> and you know what? I'm rating it more harshly because it had so much promise. I mean, yeah. it didn't give off much of a smell, but it was dark and it was glossy. It, it and let it you down. It really nice. had a great snap. So it was snap. Thick. Mm-hmm. Let you down. Let me I'm down. just trying to think, but what did you have? What did we have though? Because we like we've got some good brands in there. I don't know why. We've the first some, two have not been. We've got some awesome brands as well. So let's let's. Uh, Do we though? Like not that bad. So, oh hey, hang on. I'm already. So what'd you say? Three and a half. I said three point five. What do you? What do you? Three point five. Just because of three point five, I'm a bit. I'm like. I don't know. I'm at about a four. I'm gonna say four. It's a definitely. It's definitely a below five. I mean, it's not vile, but. That's not great. <clears throat> Look, I um, just let just let down by the promise of the snap. That's the and thing. the texture. Just as that that angered ang- the, the angered up the blood. The chocolate itself was probably a four, but it lost half a mark oh. for the disappointment. Yeah. All right, number three. All right, number three. What have we got here? Okay, this one's so we're back to a, a slightly lighter brown. Yeah. Okay. Has the aroma. It's, it's got a smell. Oh, yeah. Smell yeah. chocolate? Yep. Which is good. This is good. A little bit crumbly looking. Sorry, Yeah, I don't mind that, though. You're, you want the... You're really big on the... I'm big on the glass and the snap. Yeah, but I actually don't think... I, I'm all... I, I'm taste. I'm taste-driven. If it's tasting good... Oh, look. It could be... I mean, the snap let me Which down last night, so I'm not Because gonna... I don't think, so for example, like Hague's, I don't think Hague's is particularly snappy. It's probably not. I don't know. I don't usually take the time to find out. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> straight in the mouth. All right, let me, let me give this it. a go. Oh, that was, that was mm. there. Don't know if it picked up on the microphone, but. Mm. Okay. Mm. Mm. Oh, this is good. Oh, it's real chocolate. Yeah. I think this is the Cadbury. Yeah. It could, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think the first one might have been the red tulip. I think I don't so. know what the hell the second one was. Maybe it was the worst one. Might have been the Woolies one. Mm. Yeah, this is yeah, this is Cadbury. Cadbury. This is Cadbury. Oh, this Jess is Cadbury. And I, Cadbury. Yeah, Jess and I have consumed a lot of Cadbury over the years. <laughs> if three is not Cadbury, I'm gonna be quite disappointed with We're myself. We're just gonna have to throw everything out and oh start my over. God. So just don't tell your husband. <laughs> You're not going to guess any of them. That's what he said. But, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that was good. That was so, – yeah. Had that – the melt as well. The way the it melts melt. in my mouth. Had a good melt. Just feels very Cadbury-like. The thing I do find with Cadbury is it does have a little bit of a burn in the throat. Uh, Just a little bit. Certainly not enough to make me stop eating it at all. But, you know, yeah. it tastes good. I think with – you know, you really have to masticate it. Yeah. It. Otherwise, if you kind of just sort of let it all smush in your mouth and then and swallow it, yeah, and you then you get the burn. burn. Mm. Tells you a lot about how I eat chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nom, 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 nom. Uh, rating. Rating. Um, yes. <clears throat> I'm. I'm gonna give that a. Oh, I'm gonna give it a seven and a half. I want to give it a. So instinctive. <laughs> I was Look, like seven and a half, eight, seven and a I half. I want to give it an eight, yeah. but I also feel like part of that is a reaction against the number two. Yeah, I, are we I understating it because we had a really crap one? Yeah, before? so I yeah. think a seven and a half is a bit a good yeah. bet. Like that was a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, solid. That's, that's solid a credit. Egg. Yeah, in, in uni terms and credit. That's a distinction. What are you talking is about? It? That's a distinction. That's seventy five percent. Is that a distinction? Yeah. Oh. Okay. you've been at uni. Yes. 75% distinction. Credits, 65. Oh, man. But will there be an egg that gets an HD? That is the question. 
Mm. It's a high distinction. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm getting seven point five as well. Okay. Jeez, we're hard to please. All right. Number four. Yeah. Well, that's why we have an entire segment dedicated to dessert. Mm. Sorry, just cleansing the palate. Yes. Okay, this one's got a good, good amount of smell on it. Not very shiny. Also, looks a little bit crumbly, but that's does wrong. does smell good. Mm. Yeah, I have a feeling this looks lintish. Possibly. Let's find out. Yeah. Okay. Let's um pick a good piece for snapping. Yep. Do the snap test. Yep. Okay. No wow, snap. that was no snap. <laughs> no snap. That was just bend. Mm. Yeah, I reckon this is lint. Mm. It's quite thin, like physically. Mm. Soft. It's a mild but pleasant aroma. Yeah. I mean, it's not like. I think it's. I think it's the best out of the ones we've had so far. Mm. It's not hugely exciting me, but it's no. certainly like it's it's got a good texture. Mm. It's you know really really pleasant taste. Mm. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it an eight. Mm. Yeah, I'm finding I'm tossing up between seven and a half and eight <clears throat> because I don't know if I rate it over the previous one. Like I think they're more or less on par for me. I think this one's got a slightly subtler Yes, it does. It does. Than the previous one. It um, does. Like, the previous one was like, that was good chocolate, but it was also just like, chocolate! Whereas this was like, let me sing to you the song of chocolate. 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 Yes. Yeah, alright. I'm also going eight. Okay. I have to, we are just so... I know. We're really on the same wavelength with this stuff. Um, there's been a maximum, there's been so far only a half a point variation in our ratings <laughs> in total. Well. So we'll see what happens here. Are we about to get controversial? Oh, Let's find out. Okay. This egg this does egg? not have a pattern on it. It doesn't. It's a it's a smooth egg. But we oh, didn't unwrap the eggs, so I don't know which mm, ones are smooth. That's smelling pretty good. Oh, that's where the smell is coming from. That That's, mm. that's what I was getting. This yep. whole time that we've been sitting here. So it's quite glossy. Yep. Okay. Let's. Sorry, that's putting the bowl down. Let's mm -hmm. try the snap. Yep. Yeah, yeah, reasonable snap. Okay. I think this is the lint. Oh. This is yeah. the lint. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's smooth. Mm-hmm. Oh, we must have had the Hague's before. Mm, it you're tastes right. like lint. And then and the no print, mm. that's a very lint thing. The oh, no, no pattern, that's very lint. But there's there's a really distinctive yes. flavour to lint chocolate. Yes, yeah, yep, yep. Um, I don't know if it's because of the milk powder that they use or... Um, it's because they're Swiss and they don't play. They don't play around. That's what it is. Yeah. So, I... Um, yeah, that's, that's really that's, good. That's the lint. That's really good. Yeah, you're, oh, what was I thinking? Yeah, absolutely, this is lint. <laughs> that is the lint. Okay. Yeah, that's that's just delightful. That's just delightful. Yeah. All right, I'm giving that a nine. I'm, I'm going to be a little bit controversial. Lint is not my favorite chocolate. It's not mine either, but that's just so good. It is. I'm, I'm going to give it an eight. Okay. So there we go. This is the biggest for, for Mel, me and Mel. That is like a massive variation. Maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I spoke too soon. No, no. I'm gonna no, stick with it. Stick with nine because yeah, it was really good. It was really, you were really, really good. enjoying that. It was really good. I'm gonna go back to some more. All right. So okay, let's, let's 
do this thing. Okay, so what was number one? Number. Oh my god. Oh my god. Tell me what? No. What was number one? Number one was the hate. <gasps> no. Oh my no. god. We gave it a six. That's so controversial. Oh my god. Number one was hate. But it wasn't that good. No. I mean, I could have more because like, <laughs> this is like this is a big deal, guys. Because me and just are nuts for Hags. I spend a fortune in Hags every year at Easter, so it doesn't make a difference if you know what it is. No, I'm sticking with my six. It's not that good. Yeah. I don't know. No, I'm with you. It's not doing it for me. Ah, uh, what the hell? I taste the Hags now. Hmm. I know that sounds nuts. Remember, I was saying there's a there's a taste, mm-hmm. and I can't put my finger on it. And it's that's what it is. But yeah. But you didn't like the taste. It was a bit. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. This is brand bias. This is insane. All right. I'm so pleased we did this as a blind test. Oh my God. Yeah, because we'd be like, yeah, we'd be giving that, I reckon we'd be giving that a different score if we knew what it was. We would. Like that would have at least gotten a seven. At least. Okay. Continue. Willie's is. Uh, sorry, number two is Woolies. Really? Oh, yeah, well, that was freaking terrible. So, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so you gave it a three and a half, I gave it a four. Number three was Red Tulip. Oh! <laughs> number three. Shit! Rule oh, Woolies! Oh, no, that was the one we rated pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Seven Damn. and a half. This is really oh, challenging. We thought that was Cadbury and it was Red Tulip. No. So that, the four must have been Cadbury. <gasps> The four was Capri. Four was Capri and five was yeah, absolutely 100% lit. Yeah. Oh! You know... Wow. No, no, you know, the red tulip. They're like the little solid eggs that they do. I hate those. Oh, no, I see. I like them. They're okay. I don't know. They... But I'm just... You gave it a seven and a half. I gave, I gave it a seven and a half. We gave, we gave the Cadbury eight. You yep. gave the lint eight. I gave the lint nine. But the the shock is we gave the the hate six. six. I can't believe that. That's I'm enough. almost speechless. Well, this chocolate will leave my keyboard. Um, wow! Holy crap! That's insane, guys. Mine's blown here. It yeah. it follows a pattern we'd kind of expect. But the Hags is the big standout. I mean, we put that we put that to six. It's the second lowest. It's the second lowest. It's crazy. The only one that was worse was the freaking Woolies one. The Woolies one, which was awful. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah. Sorry, Woolies. I was yeah. really impressed when you picked up your egg and it was really heavy and I liked the shine well, and I liked the snap, but thick it didn't and a, taste you know, nice good. deep chocolate colour, but just, yeah. And frankly, chocolate. tasting good is like chocolate's oh, one job. Oh, yeah. That's what it has to do. So you're not eating it for your health. I mean, let's make it. <laughs> um, right. So... Controversy here on chocolate jam. Far out. What do oh we take away? God. What do we take away from this? Is like a you know. Do you know what a, I take away from, from this? A, so as a social beha- like a, the behavioral experiment, it's you know brand. There's brand bias. It is a thing. There is brand bias, guys. You, from our yeah, our study with our enormous oh. sample size and strict control. But we have a solid cross section here. We do. We do have a solid cross section, and I mean it's sample size. Like there's only two of us, but. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, let's call it a, you know, qualitative 
A qualitative study. Qualitative study. Yeah, brand bias inherent in chocolate. There is is brand bias here, guys. Because because I swear by Hague's. I absolutely... Yeah. I mean, for your We're, birthday on several occasions, sh- I've just, like, gone out and yeah, bought you a tablet of Yeah, we a shit ton of Hags. yeah. Yeah, no, I love Hags. And we were just not... We were just like, eh. Is it... Is it because it was the first one? I don't know. Like, were, don't we, know. were we trying to calibrate? I think that we're trying to... I don't know. I think that we're trying to talk ourselves out of it now. I just... I think... Yeah, that's I'm, what we gave it. And I think... Jeez. There you go. Yeah. Stunned, speechless. Justin Miller, speechless. Which makes for great podcasts, and the, as yeah, we all know. You know, oh, of course. Um, right. Eating and being speechless. Yeah. Hades, I'm just, I'm just deceptively low. The... Red Tulip high. Red Tulip got probably more than what... Red Tulip definitely gave... Got more than what I think I would have given it if I'd known what it was. Because mm. I, I normally avoid Red Tulip like the plague. Don't judge an Easter egg by, by its wrapper. Brand. By its wrapper, okay, guys, don't don't judge an Easter egg by its brand. This is this is the moral of the story for today. This is the the Easter wisdom. This is definitely today's lesson. You know, Daryl Lee. That's what we didn't get. But I hate Daryl Lee, so I could have told you right now. It's like, what am I rating it? Two shit. But anyway, um, brand bias. But hey, who knows? If I did a blind, jeez, I, I I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't we know what to trust anymore. We didn't get Daryl Lee because they only offered like half eggs filled with things. I oh, couldn't yeah. get an equivalent. So no, all of the all eggs right. that we tasted today were large hollow eggs. Yeah, hollow eggs. Yeah, um, broken up hollow eggs. They were broken into pieces and put into bowls with about an equal amount in each bowl. So we could not tell which was which by looking at them. Um, and we did not prepare these. Samples. We did not prepare them ourselves. So we didn't know what was what. Wow. There you go. I can't believe this. Next time. Next time on Chocolate Jam, Jess has to rethink her entire Easter strategy. Oh, my God. So, guys, like, you know, when it's Easter, you know, like tomorrow when it's Easter Sunday and your Rellos are there and they, they, they're they giving you, you know, the... The Cadbury eggs. The Cadbury eggs or the or the red tulip eggs and you're sitting there like, oh, man, I really wanted some, like, eggs or Cocoa Black. Like, no, just go with it because... That shit's good. Shit's pretty good. You might be, you may be very like if you just if you're open to it, you may be very ple- pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Revelations. Okay. okay. So we've learned some things about ourselves today. Yep. And uh, um, gonna rethink some things in my life. Yeah, we're, we're gonna go away and think, <laughs> about, really our think about some things. Um, <laughs> my God, I just put together three. Oh my God, like, I just put together three like hampers full of Hague's chocolates I for know. relatives and stuff. I've done the same thing. My God, I re- no, I have to really go back and rethink some things. All those times my mother said to me, "You know what? Those fancy chocolates—they make such a big deal about them." Maybe she was right. Maybe my mother was right all along. Yeah, maybe so. You know, they're not as good as what you think they are. Maybe they're not as good as I can't tell the difference between the Hague's egg and the Cadbury egg. Oh, Jesus. Well, apparently thought, neither can we. Thought she was just being a tight ass. Oh my god. Sorry, Mum. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna rethink my. I'm gonna rethink my whole existence. All right. There you go. That's it from Chocolate Jam. Have a wonderful Easter. Happy Easter. Go eat cheap eggs, expensive eggs, whatever you want. Just enjoy yourselves. Yeah. And um, listen to your mothers. Peace and love. Listen to your mum. All right. All right. Until next time. See Until- ya.